All right, all right, all right. This is the Big Kid Show. I'm Mr. B, and thank you for kicking with us, even if it's just for a little bit. With me in the treehouse today, we got some big kid legends. Big Nick, Marcus, Spatula, City, Stevens. And today we're playing Top 3. Yeah. Boys and girls, yeah. we welcome and appreciate your love. All right, we're playing Top 3. You know the drill. We don't got to go over the rules anymore. Today's topic for Top 3 is, you guys ready? It's yes, sir. Top three Weird Al Yankovic songs of all time. Yes. Big Kid Research Team's fired up. I'm fired up. We're all fired up. So, all right. Mr. B, just real quick, got to give a shout out to our boy Wes, one of our listeners who uh, helped influence this suggestion. So, shout out to you, Wes. Shout out to Wes, buddy. All right. Big ups, Wes. So, today we show appreciation to a talented Matthew Alfred Yankovic or better known as Weird Al. He is the parody song king, has been making these gems for over 40 years. Weird Al wears a lot of different hats, including singer, musician, songwriter, actor, producer, and author. This man has won five Grammys for Best Comedy Recording or Best Comedy Album. And let us not forget, he's the star of the greatest movie of all time, 1989's UHF. If you yeah, haven't seen that movie, drop everything and watch that Cinema Gold today. today. Or finish this episode and then yes. watch yes. the Cinema Thank Gold. Thank you, Big Nick. All right, Weird Al has parodied many popular songs, and the majority of the musicians he parodies actually are honored that he does so. Of course, there are other artists that refuse to let him parody these songs, but what are you going to do? The man is such a legend, they recently released a biopic starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al. Mm -hmm. Yes, this movie is a real thing. So (laughs) we'll be watching that very soon. All right, so grab your accordion, get your tuba ready, and we're going to polka our way into our top three Weird Al Yankovic songs. But before we jump in, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our show. Give us a rating review. It really goes a long way in supporting our show and keeping Hollywood Nick in his high-profile lifestyle. That's right. You can find us at The Big Kid Show. Also, huge thank you to all the big kids out there listening to you guys are awesome. We just we're here just we're here for you guys. All right, so Marcus, you won the coin flip. You're going to kick us off first. Hit us with your number three Weird Al Yankovic song. So I think we can all agree how difficult this task was here, gentlemen. <laughs> trying to to skinny this down to three. I feel like I say that sometimes a lot with our stuff, but this one I have thirty eight honorable mentions. Yeah, you're you're pulling a me this episode. Uh, but this one, it, there was a few different directions I wanted to go, but I ended up with a very simple, they see me mowing my front lawn. White and nerdy. Gotta go white and nerdy. The 2006, the second single off of uh, his album Straight Outta Linwood which was released back on uh, September 26th of said year. And anybody who hasn't heard this song, don't just watch the song or listen to the song. Go watch the video. Yes. Because the video is hilarious. And it parodies (laughs) the song Riding by Chameleonaire and Crazy Bone, which was an insanely popular song, you know, in and of itself. Side note, Chameleonaire, I think he follows us. Yeah, I think so too. Really? And uh, we finally hit it Chameleonaire. And like you said, a lot of the the artists I think are are they're not they're happy about it, but I think that it's a sign of respect that he would 
he would parody your song. You know what I mean? I'm still well, waiting for him to parody one of our Seda songs, but that's beside the point. Um, but well, it, plus, Mark, is that because you're white and nerdy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we all three are. But it's, I mean, your song has to be popular enough for him to do that. Yeah. So that's already yeah. a sign. And I think exactly. a lot of people, I mean, part of it, it's also like, hey, lighten up. It's entertainment. And yes. so he's doing it as, I mean, it's like, hey, I'm making a joke of it, but it's still a sign of respect, I think. And I've exactly. even read some stuff that he doesn't have to necessarily ask the artist, but he he wants to. Like, he wants to really? make sure it's okay. He prefers to, yes. Yeah, I don't think he na- necessarily has to do that for legal reasons, but no. I think he's like, hey, I'm going to do your song. Is it cool? And I, I we could probably go over a list of people that have said, hell no, dude, don't mess with my song. And Yeah, that copyright line, is uh, it's a fine one. <laughs> it's, 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 it tickles the fancy. Well, Absolutely. and I think it gets into one of those situations where he does not necessarily have to ask in all situations, but probably should just for the sake of let's not end up in court and one of us be the bad guy, right? We're yeah. we're all entertainers yeah. here. I'm here out of a, because I respect you and dig your work and your song is so mm-hmm. catchy that I can come up with a parody of your song and we can both be happy. Like and and the other thing too is like I'm not going to lie to you. There's been a couple of times where there's a song that I don't particularly like, and then I heard the Weird Weird Al version, and then I'm like, yeah. you know what? That that song ain't so bad. I think I dig that 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 song now. <laughs> right, right. See, there you go. He's he's bringing people across the across the the bounds. So yeah, no, I, that one to me is just it's hilarious. The music video is hilarious. He tries to go up. I didn't realize. Um, a couple of the guys from Mad TV, so Keegan Michael K and Jordan Peele of Mad They're TV in the video. were yeah. were in that video. And of course, like he goes up to, they stop. He's mowing his lawn in the video. And he goes, starts to go up to them, and they're like pulling the office space, like locking the door and peeling out, and oh, just hilarious. So yeah, white and nerdy number three, lock it in. And, Love and it. I, th- I think that might have been one of his highest charting. Uh, songs or videos. I'm not it for was. sure. So it, it peaked at number nine. So it debuted at number 28, but peaked at number nine on the, the Hot 100 Top 10 Hits. So, I mean, that just tells you it it was pretty pretty well received. Cheers to Mr. Weird Al. That's right. All right. Mark's got white and nerdy for his number three. Big Nick. Let's wow everyone with your number three Weird Al uh, song. I'll just go ahead and get this out of the way because uh, that way I don't have to repeat it after every song that you guys present to the world here. I'm pretty sure White and Nerdy and every other song you guys pick will be either on my list or an honorable mention. So I just (laughs) I'll go ahead and get that out of the way right now. But I'm going to go way back. That's right. Kiddos. I'm going to go way back to 1983. Hmm. This is my number three, the Big Nick pick here. I'm going to go with I Lost on Jeopardy. I Lost on Jeopardy, baby. This, the reason, one, I love the song, uh, but two, this song has been in my head for, (laughs) since the mid, you know, since since I started watching Jeopardy, whenever that was, I don't have a date of when that was, but I, I regularly watch Jeopardy, maybe, I say regularly, that means like once or twice a week. That's, that's pretty regular. That's good. And you know what? When I'm at home, oh, I'm shouting out answers. You would think that, oh, Big Nick, check out the big brain on Big Nick. You would think this guy's really something special. No, 
not special. I've taken the <laughs> online quiz a few times to try to get on the show. They don't want Big Nick on the show. He doesn't do well on the online quiz. No, not that smart, turns out. So I regularly watch Jeopardy once or twice a week. And of course, the song I lost on Jeopardy comes right into the Big Nick brain and I sing along with it. And remember, for those of you that remember, he in the show or on the song was actually pitting himself against a plumber and an architect who both had a PhD. So it was going to be very hard for Mr. Al Yankovic to try to compete with these two. And that's why he lost on Jeopardy, baby. And another little fun factoid here for you all that they have guest vocals featuring the one and only Don Pardo, who everybody knows is one of the most famous announcers there in Hollywood and has been for a long, long time. Don Pardo actually announced on Jeopardy from 1964 to 1975, and he still does some of the shows, as I understand it, or has for, um, I'm sorry, or did for many years before he passed away in 2014. So shout out to Don Pardo and any Don Pardo fans out there. He did Saturday Night Live for many, many years. That's where you know his voice. Uh, but I lost on Jeopardy, my number three favorite Weird Al Yankovic song. Love it, Big Nick. Thank you so much, Thank buddy. You. All right. So moving on, Mr. B's number three. I'm going to go back a back, back, but not as far to 1988. We're going to go with a song called Fat, <laughs> which is a parody song from Michael Jackson's Bad. Um, and that's one that I think I remember hearing that as like an eight or nine year old kid. And I think I liked that song better than Michael Jackson's version at the time because I- <laughs> that's because it's better. That's because yeah. it's better. Yeah. And so, and that's another one that. What Mark is saying, if you're gonna if you haven't listened to it or if you haven't in a while, go watch the video. It's hilarious. The video is <laughs> yeah. and it's absolutely hey, life's too stressful. Watch something funny every once in a while. Relax, everybody. Exactly. Listen to that's some what funny our show stuff. is for. Yeah. It's, that's it's what, about uh, it's this, about being lighthearted. Go back to when you were a kid and enjoy life for a little bit. Relax, have fun. There's a lot of very powerful fans uh in the video blowing things around, if I remember correctly. Yes. And so we were talking about some of the artists that really prefer or like are happy that he uh, would parody their songs. So Michael Jackson was one of them. I guess he was like, he was like, please do it. And if you guys remember, he did a couple songs of Michael Jackson's. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. He actually, when they did the video for Fat, Michael Jackson let them use the same studio that he used for Bad. So it's oh. like it's like the same like scene in the studio. He was like he's like yeah, you can go ahead and just use that. I won't tear it down yet. Interesting. Um, and I even a big kid research team went deep on this. Apparently, there was a time they were in like the same studio, but like in different parts. And Michael Jackson like put a post-it note on the door, says like, "Hey friend, how you doing? Love Michael Jackson or something like to weird out. That's funny. So just I, clearly, Michael Jackson was a fan of it, but. That song just it sticks out to when I was a young kid. Um, I mean, exclude all the Michael Jackson stuff if you want to, but the song is funny. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's fat. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I will, I will just comment here, Mr. B. So we can just kind of keep the, the train moving because uh, with my second choice in the second round, I have fat oh! as well as my choice. So I will back to back you, sir, and <laughs> uh, back up your claim. Uh, uh. That Fat is an awesome song. The, the first time I ever saw it, I remember MTV. I was watching in the morning before school one day because I used to love watching music videos. When, when they actually had music videos. Exactly. And I saw that video come on and it was hilarious. It was just, it's a funny, it, again, it's like with him, it's not just the song, it's the video, it's the way it's done. And I had the Michael Jackson on on vinyl like i had like the oh, original wow. album on vinyl with him and the that? tiger yeah so like i loved that michael jackson album but this version is absolutely hilarious so i i, I don't really have a whole lot else to add mr b but i concur my number two choice would be fat well and i just got a post-it note for the research team so apparently because the two songs that he did he did that one and another one which i won't mention yet um Michael Jackson actually asked him to open up for him. Really? <laughs> but but hang on. Wow. But he actually so he turned it down because at the time he was going to work on that the movie we mentioned in the uh, beginning UHF. UHF. Yeah. But yeah. think about that. I mean, Michael Jackson is probably pretty particular of who's opening for him, so he must really have thought those things were funny or something. But that's, that's crazy. That's an interesting little tidbit from the research team there. So, hey, Absolutely. we got, we, we're doubling up on fat. Mark and I love the same funny comedies. That's awesome. Big Nick, your number two Weird Al song. Okay, so this one is incredibly catchy. This might be the most catchy song that he did, and it's also a very catchy song that he made it's a, a parody bold statement, of. sir. That is a bold statement. But statements. for my number two pick, I'll go with his second single, off of his 1985 album, Dare to be Stupid. <laughs> and that song would be Like a Surgeon. Hey! <laughs> for the very first time. Now, hey, little fun fact here. And, and everybody knows, everybody that listened to our episode that is, oh my goodness, through the roof with listeners, the downloads, it can't be stopped. Hot Babes of the 90s. Yeah, everybody loves yeah. it. Uh, babes Hot Babes of the 90s. Of the 90s. Yeah. Everybody knows that Big Nick put Madonna on his Mount Rushmore of Hot Babes of the 90s. And guess what? This was, of course, a parody of the song Like a Virgin from mm -hmm. the, the very beautiful and talented uh, Madonna. And she actually was partly involved in the writing process for the track Like a Surgeon. She was not only on board with it, but she helped him put together the song. And now I actually just learned that this week when we when we I met with the, and conferred with the research team. We had a long talk uh, over several lunches. Um, thank you, research team, for picking up the tab on those lunches. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. They picked up the tab for you? Damn. I'm Big I, Nick. I got to pick it up every time. They're always like, hey, let's go to Jeff Ruby's. I'm like, damn. They sent a car service to pick me up. Anyway. Okay. Good for you. During this meeting, they tell me, hey, Big Nick, did you know that Madonna was partly involved in the writing process with Weird Al for the track? And I said, I had always suspected that, but I did not know that until this week. And that made me wonder because there is a there is a woman that looks 
to be very much like Madonna. Now, it would not be hard, as beautiful as I think Madonna is, it would not be very hard to pull off her look from 1985, right? It's a lot of lipstick, big sunglasses, and some frizzy hair. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and that's about as much as you need there. But uh, there's a a woman that looks like an awful lot like Madonna on the cover of the single. So I don't know if that's her. I'm not willing to say that it's her, but... I love the song Like a Surgeon. Very catchy. Uh, one of my favorites, obviously. The number two, Big Nick Pick. Love it, buddy. Love it. And I remember reading something because, of course, we get dossiers from the research team that she, Madonna, might have been the only artist that actually approached him with an idea. Oh, I don't really? Know, I, don't, I don't know if that's a fact oh. on all of them, but I mean, a lot of times artists don't always come to him and say, hey, if you're. I got You should take my song and do this. And I think she yeah. might have been, like you said, if she was part of the process, it might even have been kind of tied with that of she was more involved than most in terms of parroting her song and all that stuff. So, so my my understanding of the situation is this: is that a close friend of Madonna's was also a friend of Weird Al Yankovic's manager at the time, yeah. and so this close friend of Madonna suggested to her, "Hey, your hit song." like a virgin weird Al could take this real quickly and come up with a great parody for it. How do you feel? And Madonna signed off on it, gave her friend, Hey, go, go for it. And then she goes back, he or she goes back to the manager and says, let's do it. So yeah, you're right. It was, uh, it was a small circle of friends that made that magic happen. Love it. Love it so much. Nice. All right. All right. So Mr. B's number two, I'm going to go with, Sadly, Mark and I live in the same realm because it is white <laughs> and nerdy for my number two. Feel white and nerdy. nerdy and that one. White and nerdy. So let's just say I played that way too much to where even my wife was like, all right, you've played it five times in a row. Stop playing. <laughs> and I was like, hang on. I'm, I got I to gotta feel the whole vibe. I'm dancing one to more. it. So one it's more. just – and something about the, the song by Chameleon Air is such a catchy song anyways. It is, and, and then you throw in these funny lyrics, and then again, if you watch the video, it's just you're gonna laugh and have fun. And Mister B yeah. needs that in his busy work schedule to have a little fun. You know, the big kid Absolutely. research team—they're working me to the bone, making me pay for lunches. I like to watch some funny videos every once in a while, and that one will make you laugh. Honestly, like from from beginning to end, that's one that. Well, and a lot of his videos are like that. I mean, they're just hilarious, but. Um, but here's but the no, that's deep track deep track question, you guys. Who made a cameo in the video besides some of the people he mentioned? Um, there's a guy that does a little dance. Oh, I don't know. I must have. Well, I'll just I'll, I'll spoil the. the I haven't spoil. seen the video in a long time. Oh, big Nick. I apologize. Jesus. My apologies. So a a Donny Osmond is in there, and apparently ah. he uh, he had like he did like three minutes of dancing in one take for the video and then just got out. <laughs> and what's sad is he, he probably made, he probably made more in that than we've made in six months. And he's just like, yeah, exactly. Right, right. I'll dance for three minutes. I want a uh, $75,000. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Donnie Oz man cometh. Yeah. He, he brought the thunder. So yeah, it's, and, and we already wow. said it before. It was one of his top hits. So, White and nerdy. There we go. Rounding out. White and nerdy. Our second. Donnie Osmond is white and nerdy. Possibly why he was on the video. All right, Marcus. <laughs> here's the top choices here, buddy. Are you ready? Are you ready? I think I'm ready. Your number one Weird Al song. 
So I'm just going to say this. I feel like this has the chance to sweep across all of our choices for number one here, potentially. So let's see how it goes. But don't if you pick this one and we match up, then something's weird and wrong. I, this this by far has to be. I think this was my unequivocal number one Weird Al song, and there wasn't a whole lot for me to think about. And cue the music. That's right. It's an Amish paradise. Weird <laughs> Al Yankovic. I mean, so Gangster's Paradise by Coolio, which is in and of itself a remake of a Stevie Wonder track, Pastime Paradise, Boom. is already a good song. Already a good song by the late, great Coolio. But then Weird Al comes in, R.I.P., um, which sadly, Coolio, there was some controversy. Coolio didn't really like him using the song he had to get the rights from the record company which is weird because he took so much of the song from stevie wonder exactly (laughs) to me that's what was so odd that's not so coolie oh and he he even stated himself later he literally said it was stupid of me to say something about him doing a parody you know he's like he did michael jackson he did prince um you know more people more talented than i am so he he obviously kind of you know in in hindsight thought about it but uh, but no i just hilarious especially the fact that it is like a song about you know being a gangster and then to flip that about an amish guy who talks about (laughs) you know how plain and simple his life is it's just it's like pure genius man i I don't know how else to put it it is literally pure genius so that's my far and away number one amish paradise living in the amish paradise nailed it no (laughs) i got I had the same notes, buddy, that from what I could tell, Coolio was one of the only artists that was not a fan or did not give permission. Like, apparently, it was some kind of, like, communication breakdown between him and his manager and all that stuff. And apparently, I think even Weird Al, like, sent him an apology letter. Like, like, I'm sorry, man. I We thought this was cool, and it wasn't cool. And Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. I mean, the fact that, you know, it would go to that extent. But uh, but obviously, like I said, I mean, at least to Coolio's credit, um, you know, he he kind of had a change of heart. And I, I get it because as a as a creative mind, you know, even though he stole he the song it off of somebody yeah. from somebody else. I'm sure if he wrote him, the song, yeah. Yeah, to him, it is a, a fairly serious subject matter. Probably, he changed right? one, one word in the chorus. <laughs> Coolio yeah. did. <laughs> right? Yeah. Pastime paradise to gangsters paradise. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm an artist. I'm People an artist. forget how good that Stevie Wonder song is. Yeah, oh, it's an amazing absolutely. Song. Yeah. But I think to him, you know, he probably had the mindset of, hey, you know, it, it became popular because of me. And, you know, musicians can get territorial, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to get territorial mm-hmm. with on everything. Stuff and, <laughs> so I think um, you know it, it's one of the things. I'm glad he had a had a change of heart. But yes, yeah. If you have Love not seen song. it, go Love watch it. it. So That's Weird Al sent an apology to Coolio because Coolio yeah. was unhappy. From what I can read from our, it turns team. out Weird Al Yankovic and Jonah Hill, the nicest two guys in Hollywood. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, Who'd have thunk it? I mean, if if we ever decide to do our list of people that we want to sit down and have a beer with. I would want to have a beer with Weird Al Yankovic. I wonder is Weird Al Yankovic Hollywood? I I would va- isn't he Canadian? Don't the uh, uh don't the Canadians the really uh hip Canadian. And, 
I think the really hip and wealthy Canadians, they, they do Vancouver. They don't go L.A. They don't go Hollywood. They you go know, Vancouver. Weird Al was born in California, buddy. So he might be Hollywood. Hollywood Weird Al. Yeah. But How about that? Hey, love the number one pick, Amish Paradise. Big Nick, your number one Weird Al Yankovic song. Well, my number one is... Your butt is wide. Well, mine is too. <laughs> Just watch your mouth, or I'll sit on you. Your butt is out. You better treat me right, because I'm the king of cellulite. Ham on. Ham on. Ham on. Ham on. Ham whole, whole wheat. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dude, I, I love, I've always loved oh. fat. I'm fat, whatever oh. you want to call it. it. I think that's his best song ever. You're right, Mark. When you nailed it, it's better than bad. And I love, you know, all the speculation or or suspicions or whatever. I get, you know, never went down a court. Let's not get into that argument about Michael Jackson. I loved Michael Jackson. I loved most of his catalog. I always did. I thought he the king of pop. No shit. Yeah, we, I get it. Like (laughs) the, the guy could dance like nobody's business and he could entertain like nobody's business. But in this situation, the fat song was better than the bad song. And that's because, the, I mean, the I cannot listen to the fat song without, I, I'm almost on the floor <laughs> laughing from the lines because the lines are so, they're so stupid humor and they're so all the old fat jokes. But I can't help it, man. Like the the childish, dumb part of me just loves this song so much. It's my favorite Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, think about it, like so. <laughs> That's easy. Well, can't even hold it in. <laughs> I've got more chins than a Chinatown. I mean, it, 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 the, the when I sit around the house, I really sit around the house. <laughs> my shadow weighs 42 pounds i mean the, the, i mean there's so many just uh, you think that he's done with the jokes and he just boom he hits you with another one right in the next sentence so this song i think is pure genius it's probably a pretty easy one for weird out of right you know it's gonna kind of all laid out there right in front of you once you come up with the idea of i'm fat uh, to replace i'm bad uh, it's kind of laid out there right in front of you, but this is what he does. He nails it. He nails it so well. He the production on the song is great. And the uh, just the jokes from start to finish has got Big Nick with big laughs forever, baby. I love this song. <laughs> and you know what? When, this might be the first top three we did where we all three had the same pick. That's right. I Ham mean, on, all- baby. Ham on. Ham on whole wheat. All right. <laughs> Big Nick with Fat for his number one. Oh, man. That's. Yes. Thank you. All right. So Quality. Mr. B's number one pick. And I'm going to go with a song that this one was probably a little more obscure, but I also I love the movie he paired this from. And it's a song titled Gump. Yes. <laughs> and, it's yes. The pa- and it's the parody of Lump by the, pr- the uh, Presidents of the United States of America. Very nice. And Man, nobody else with the Amish Paradise. That's shocking. Well, we'll we're, we're going to get this amount of mention. I know, I know, I know. Well, come on. Yeah. But it, so this one, I mean, I did lots of research with the research team, and it's the same thing. You watch the video, you're just going to pee yourself laughing, laughing. And apparently, like, even to the point where, so the presidents of the United States, 
were they were so flattered by the parody that when they re- performed their song live, they use parts of his lyrics now in their live set. Are you serious? So there's a part where he's like, he's like, run, Forrest, run. They use that. And at the end, they'll be like, that's all I have to say about that. And they'll like use some of that stuff in their that's live hilarious. set. I mean, how awesome is that, that the parody starts to become the real song? Dude, see, that is so amazing. Like, it, Weird Al, right? He starts off this little funny, weird hobby of his of trying to be like Dr. Demento. Is that who it was that he wanted to be like? Now, that's the and, guy that he, yes, and kind of worked with as well. Yeah, so. he kind of worked with him at, at a young age. And he, he he turns this weird hobby into something that is so big that it's now become almost like a rite of passage for those in the music yeah. industry. If you've really made it, if you've really sold it to America and the rest of the world with your hit song, what is the crown jewel, baby? You get you get all the awards, all the money, all the fame, all the men or women that you want, all the accolades, right? But what comes after that? You get the Weird Al Yankovic parody song, and now you've hit the big time. Ooh, baby, that's what. Ooh, yeah, we love ooh. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. All right, so let's recap these, and then I got a couple fun facts, and then we'll hit some honorable mentions before we close up shop. Is that cool, fellas? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so Mark. Number three was white and nerdy. Number two, fat. Number one, Amish paradise. Yes. Big Nick is number three. I lost on Jeopardy. Number two, <laughs> like a surgeon. And number one, fat. Your Mr. B, wide. number three, fat. Number two, white and nerdy. Number one, gump. Yeah. Very nice. All right. So I got a couple fun facts for you guys before we do some honorable mentions. So this, again, Big Kid Research Team was all over this. So apparently, Weird Al, he started playing the accordion at age seven. Ooh. Like, apparently, there was wow. like a, a door-to-door salesman, and they're like, hey, I got these two instruments. And they're like, well, we picked the accordion. Because apparently, there was a really famous accordion player named Frankie Yankovic. Like, the, n- no relation. And so they just figured, oh, well, if there's a famous Yankovic playing accordion, we'll just stick our son playing accordion. <laughs> uh, Frankie Yankovic apparently was known as the America's Polka King. Yep. Um, Weird Al, apparently extremely bright. He is. He skipped the second grade. He was valedictorian of his high school and actually got a degree in architecture from California Polytech State University. So pretty Very bright nice. fella. Um, and I thought I had one more little thing here. My notes are all shuffled and stuff. Can I, while you're searching the notes well, there. And c- please, in, please. Conferring with the research team. Um, glad to hear we didn't lose another member this week. And, you know, it's been trying times with the, uh, with the research team. Uh, but, uh, I, I will, let me go through a, one of my favorite weird Al Yankovic stories. So I had the pleasure of listening to a few years ago, probably closer to eight or 10 years ago. Now he did about an hour long interview on the Howard Stern show. And I thought this was a really good pairing of of interviewer and interviewee, right? Like, this is one of those situations because both these guys, like we, we referenced Dr. Demento earlier, and clearly both of these individuals had influencers, you know, people that influenced their careers that they 
really inspired to be like some of their heroes. And, you know, Weird Al Yankovic doesn't pull this off without having his heroes and having the people that inspired him to do his career. And clearly Stern, he, his heroes were were radio guys. And one mm-hmm. of them was Soupy Sales, who is very much almost like a Weird Al Yankovic type. Uh, so it was really great to hear this interview between Howard Stern and Weird Al Yankovic. And Weird Al told the story of what you had mentioned earlier there, Mr. B, where he always believed that it was proper, it was in good etiquette, and it was just a sign of respect to ask the artist, mm-hmm. may I use your song? I got a great idea that I think is going to be good. Do you mind if I use your song for my next album? So he had this particular encounter that he was rather nervous about because it was a very uh, famous artist at the time who was damn near on top of the world that might be considered a little standoffish and Weird Al Yankovic had no ties to the guy. had never met him before, didn't know anybody that knew anybody from his team. So he has to just kind of cold call him, right? And try to get permission from this person who's on top of the world. That person was a one, you, you might have heard of him. His name was Kurt Cobain. <laughs> oh yeah, that guy. And so the way that he he was going to have to encounter him in person because he could not figure out how to get him on the phone. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine? We isn't it easy to imagine that Kurt Cobain would be difficult to get on the phone? Yes, right. <laughs> I'm sure I mean, that was that was pre cell phone. He's probably like, yeah, I don't I don't answer phones. Uh, Big Nick, you are now holding for Mr. Cobain. He'll be with you shortly. Yeah. And then the, then nobody ever picks up the phone for months. Okay. So the, the Al Yankovic's management team decides that let's post Al up. He's going to be in New York anyway. Let's put him at Saturday Night Live because Narvana is playing at Saturday Night Live. Wait, and Narvana? Narvana. Narvana. Yeah. And <laughs> Nirvana. And so we are going to create a chance encounter with Weird Al Yankovic and Kurt Cobain. And so that chance encounter happens and Weird Al yet ask him, can I use smell like teen spirit for uh, my next song to which Kurt Cobain responds? Is it going to be about food? (laughs) And Weird Al said, well, I wasn't planning on it being about food. Why would you think it would be about food? And Kurt Cobain said, Aren't all your songs about food? <laughs> a lot of them are. And Weird Al, Weird Al's yeah. like, in the moment, I said no. But later, I thought about it, and he's like, Kurt was right. Most of my songs are about <laughs> food. And so Cobain gave him permission to use Smells Like Teen Spirit as long as Weird Al Yankovic didn't make it about food. And it was not. He talks yeah. about how he doesn't know what he's singing about. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that night, history was written, my yeah, friends. Yeah, and, and I believe the song was titled Smells Like Nirvana. Smells Like Nirvana. Which, yep. which was one of, my, one of my honorable mentions, So, <laughs> Absolutely. And actually, if you watch that video, I think even uh, the janitor that was in the original Nirvana video is the yeah. janitor in yes. the... That was his second job that he got. Yeah. That guy's like, man, I'm killing it as a janitor in music videos. I got two (laughs) roles already. His acting resume says janitor and followed by janitor. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, buddy. Love it. All right. Who wants to start us off with some honorable mentions? Mark, I know you got a couple. 
I'll throw two out. I got two. So first one is um, it, it was competition for that, but uh, it would be eat it, eat it, yeah. eat, eat, it, it. eat it. Michael Jackson's beat it. That's right. So that was one. The other one was actually from the UHF movie as well. It mm-hmm. was Money for Nothing, Beverly oh, Hillbillies. Yes. yes. Yeah. That one almost cracked my top three. It was tough. I, that UHF movie, probably because I watched it at such a young age, but man, such a good movie. Well, and, I, movie. I, and I think, again, the research team was all Kramer. over this, that uh, the guitar player for the band, Dire Straits, actually played the guitar for that yeah. song. I mean, which in the I, video, I think. Yeah, I yeah. mean, the fact that he's like, oh, you're going to do this? Like, I'll just, I'll show up and play it. And it's like, Let's he's probably it. like, sweet, because that's way harder than trying to teach somebody all those weird effects and changes they were doing. So that's awesome. Exactly. I, I have to wonder, is it any chance UHF inspired Mike Myers and Dana Carvey to come up with Wayne's World? Like, any chance that that, I mean, mm. it's got a similar vibe to it, doesn't it? Like. Definitely could be. Uh, research team, could you get uh, Mr. Myers on the phone, please? Thank you. Yes. Ring him. And <laughs> side note, I own the DVD of UHF, just so you guys know. I'm going to need to borrow that. All right. We'll Not bragging, that. but just saying. Yeah. Huh? It, it, it's, it's a special edition. No big deal. Mark, I know you got one more, buddy. Hit us. No, that's it. Those are my two. So All I got right. Eat It and I got Money for Nothing in Beverly Hillbillies, right. you know, slash Beverly Hillbillies. Big Nick, you got any audible mentions? I got two. Now, one goes way back, and it's before. Like, one thing that I think that is lost on the people that don't tune in to the likes of Weird Al Yankovic, the production level on his songs in the past, I don't know, 20 years even? Well, he's been doing through it for the roof. almost 40 years. Right. But, but, but for the... F- not the early stuff, because the early stuff, which is little, one of my honorable mentions, it's just rough. him with the accordion. It's just him with the accordion, which is a little bit weird. But I'm talking about like the production, the amount of work that goes into these songs is yeah. unbelievable. I mean, it's unbelievably great. But and then I also love that he chooses to use like that almost fart sounding noise to be like the tempo to keep the tempo at a lot of parts. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets high pitched for a while, which I. I don't know why, but I like the high pitcher ones for some reason. But anyway, all right. So I'm going to go way back before all the production went way up. And I'm going to go with uh, honorable mention. Another one rides the bus. Yes. Another one gets on and another one gets on and another one rides the bus. That one was just him and the accordion for uh, the the original version. Anyway, I love that one. And then I'm also going to pick another old one. But this is when the production started to come into play. Uh, You may remember this. It was. Yoda, Y-O-D-A, Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it, buddy. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) He's he's the master of parody songs, and I don't think anyone could ever do it again. Like, I mean, besides like Saturday Night Live or stuff like that, who else could make a career out of parodying films besides a a Mr. Weird Al? I I know. All right, so I only have a couple of them because you guys took a couple. So good. He does some polka, polka uh, excuse me, polka, polka polka medleys. Have you guys heard any of these? So there, <laughs> there's one called Angry White Bo- Boy Polka, and it's uh, <laughs> it's like a bunch of different songs. So here's just some of the songs that are in the the medley: Last R- Resort by Papa Roach, Chop Suey by System of a Down, Get Free by the Vines, 
Uh, I'm just going to read off. Down with the sickness by Disturbed. Renegades of Funk, Rage Against the Machine. My Way, Limp Biscuit, Outside Stain. Bogged oh, wow. into Wah by Kid Rock. And it's like, he does like three lines from the song while they're doing polka. And I just, I just splash all the whole time. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know if I've seen that. I'm going to have to look that up, man. Yeah, so he does a bunch of those. So they're like polka medleys where he'll take three or four lines from each song and just polka the crap out of them. Um, uh, and also, so one that's, uh, we're big Bi- Billy Idol fans on the show here. Alimony, oh, yeah. Alimony. Oh, it's yeah. A, pa- a parody of Money Money. Uh-huh. Alimony. Alimony. <laughs> so, Money Money. Yeah, just got so Money many gems Money. there. Yeah. Oh, Big Al. And so, listeners out there, all I'd say is just give yourself 35 minutes, get on there, just watch a couple videos. It'll lighten your day. You'll walk away with a smile. Hey, this just in Canada called. And they said, why, Big Nick? Why in God's name would you think that Weird Al Yankovic was from Canada? Then they hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, Canada, exactly. not so polite. Yeah, that's rude. That's very rude. All right, big kids, anything else before we sign off? Just this big shout out to Big Al and his movie premiere. I think uh, it's awesome, man. He deserves it. Go check out that movie. Exactly. All right. Big kids out there, thank you for listening. Be joy you guys listening, and we are going to see you next week. We are Big Kid Show. <laughs>